Hello. Hi. Mm. Hi. Hello. Mm. Episode 81. <laughs> That's my new favourite thing to do that. People hate that. I know, it's my they new favourite thing. No, everyone's upset, you know what's happening at home? What? Right now. What? People listening at home and on their bikes and in yes. their cars and on their aeroplanes. And in their dungeons. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Went, where's the catchphrase? Exactly. What podcast am I, am I even listening to? They'll think yes, that... Food here as well, by the way. No, a bit further. Further right now. This same right side, further right. No, a bit further. A bit further, no, out towards your cheek. There you go. You can eat that as well. Mm. So, uh, tell you what, it's a delight is watching Nick eat bits of food off his head and body. <laughs> um, well, do your catchphrase then. Shall I? Yeah. Well, I, I feel like I can't, I need to. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Johnny. Hello. It's good, isn't it? It is. It's, it has a certain pathetic brilliance. <laughs> Exactly what I was thinking. The topic today in episode eighty-one. Yep, is Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Shall we have some rum? Because we should. We haven't had this rum in a I've long time. I've prepared some glasses. I'll prove that to the listeners at home. That's proof. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they should be able to hear the distinctive sound of ice within. Anthrax-laced ice. So what are we going to have? Well, because you forced us to. Now I'll say something. Say something. I have a newfound respect for my housemate's constitution. Really, so? Because the, the, this is the Tesco Value White Rum. Which, which we had many, many, many... Episode 30-something, I think, a long time ago. Yes. And it was... It's the worst rum we've we ever We drank had. a tot each from the neck. Yes, and it remained and it, like that for And it remained yeah. like that. And now it's gone to a third left. Yes. My housemates have a sturdy stomach and a hearty mindset. Well, either that or uh, an impressive paint job. That's true. Mm. They have Russian constitutions. Mm. So uh, we, we've been told to, to um, sexualise the opening of the bottle. But we can't because it's already the, the hymen's I, already been broken. I can still fake it. Or we could go to some dodgy Lebanese doctor and have the, uh, have the ring sewn back onto the lid. Is that what you wanted? Is that better? Yes. Idiots. Oh, no, but you know you have to fetishise the pouring. Fetishise the pouring as well. There you go, is that too much, do you think? Yes. I've tried to lace it down with ice, mostly. See, with the ice, it doesn't smell so bad because some of the more unpleasant esters are kept No, it smells, smell it out of the bottle, it smells nice. Almost fruity. It doesn't smell like something you want to drink, it smells like something you maybe want to clean your, yes. the back of your oven with. But, yes. Um, hang on, I'm just going to fetishise putting the lid back on the bottle. Oh, they're happy. Happy now. I like all the spikies on the graph. Mm. Right, let's try it. Come on. Well, let's chink, chink. Let's chink. I don't like to chink. You said that last episode, but we're getting over that. You now <laughs> think they are human. Right. It's not that bad. It's t- <laughs> the ice has done something to it. All the fact it's been lying on your shelf, losing all its vapor. Oh, no, hang on. Here it comes. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> Rough stuff. <laughs> not faking this. You are going. Really not. That's amazing. It's like the ice took away the shock of it in your mouth, mm. but that did nothing to protect my esophagus. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm. 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 Rum doings is once again brought to you by Tesco Value White Rum. Thirty-seven point five percent volume. Mm. It really is such an unattractive bottle with the labelling. Done in that very 
It's designed to appeal tears. to poor people. Yes, poor people like primary colours. Our promise, we are happy to refund or replace any Tesco product which falls below the high standard you expect. Just to ask any member of staff, this does not affect your statutory rights. Well, I don't expect anything at Tesco. I'm going to ask ever. any member of staff in Tesco's about this. Oh, I don't like it! Yes, go to the cleaner. Belch. Right, so, letting an estate agent's job. Oh, but hopefully... Hopefully, by the time this goes out, as we're mm. recording a few days in the future, past mm. one of those, yes, I a few will, days in the present, I will have a few days before the, the, the present. after. Mm-hmm. I will have a house. Oh please! Can I have Maybe a one house? of the nice listeners. Can Maybe give this you a house. misery will end. One of the nice listeners can give you a give me a house. Yes, yeah. of course. Just send it to podcast at rumdoings.com or uh, Twitter it to at rumdoings. But you don't have enough characters for a house in, in Twitter. Good point. Mm. Good point. They'll have to email it as an attachment. I've paid for extra space on Gmail as well, so if someone wants to could actually I've got room for a house now. Excellent. Because I filled my nearly filled my inbox. Filled your panties. I backed up my Gmail the other day. Did it feel clever? It felt sensible because <laughs> just otherwise, if if Google decided at random to close my account, I would be as they do, as they indeed do, mm. I would be a little bit stuffed. Mm. So I've uh, I'm okay now. now. There was in the late eighties, early nineties. A spitting image song. Yes. Called I've Kill Never an Met a Nice South African. And Kill an Estate Agent Today. Oh, really? Kill an Estate Agent Today. They are such a loathsome creature. You don't remember that song? I remember the one that goes, I've Never Met a Nice South African. I know. And that's not bloody surprising. That's a true song by Pant and Dennis. Why yeah. was that okay? Why was that okay because on a spitting Punt, image? Because Pant and Dennis said it was. But I don't get it. I don't understand. It wasn't really Pantanis. He did never met a nice. One of them did do it. Yeah. Really, but I don't. Why was that an acceptable thing to say even in the eighties? We discussed it before, but it's I just. Know. It was just a. You, I know, but it still it was, bothers me because it was good to be able to hate. It's it's good to be able to hate someone unambiguously, and in a caricatured way when you're not allowed to hate other people, like ironically, blacks and Irish. Mm. Right. So, oh, I don't really think there's much of a tale to tell, but. Oh, there is. We found a house that we loved. We so loved it. It is ridiculously beautiful. Mm. Um, it has. Do you love it more than Laura? A little bit more. Yeah, yeah. It has wooden. She loves it more than me. So it's fair, fair enough. Yeah. Um, it has wooden floors throughout downstairs. A big open downstairs. A big, huge open lounge dining area. So, how much would a vet have to pay you to put Laura down? Oh, forty-five p. Then there's yeah. a um, enough for a can of coke. Whatever that costs these I days. I can't. Mm. Um, and then you go into the kitchen flagstone floor in the kitchen just ridiculously beautiful house and then upstairs was wonderful as well and it was all wooden floors and low and wooden beams on the ceiling and just and a, a real wood burning fire in the lounge mm. just amazing and so why did you get that one? well I'll tell you why mm. as it turned out um, the landlady for this house went missing at first <laughs> she was on holiday in Germany for a week with her choir uh, um, this is all I know about her is that she has a choir. but she was a Christian you should have been able to do the special handshake I'm fairly certain that, uh, that you don't have to be a Christian to be in a choir mm, not true choral societies true. and so forth not true <laughs> Laura was in a choir before she was a Christian yes a but gospel choir no less yeah but notice how quickly she became a Christian that's true they, they you did you can't be in a choir for more than two weeks before Ooh. you're praising Jesus they did a number yeah so, anyway, so she vanished. And then we were waiting and waiting and waiting. And, of course, the letting agent um, promised they would call us back 
you know, the next day or a couple of days, and never ever did. For five weeks, we had to call them every time. <coughs> really? Um, and they would say, we'll call you back by the end of the week, they'd say. On well, they, their job is to put you in touch Absolutely. with a landlady and vice versa. So we were shown around, the, anyway, the first time we were shown around this house, we just absolutely adored it. And we asked what the fees were, and he worked out the fees, and he said, they're £160, which sounded so cheap. And Laura said, gosh, that's cheap. And he said, I can always make it higher for you. <laughs> How we <laughs> And did you go for? We did. We, we all grabbed our bellies and rocked. Yes. Um, Had a little orgy. <laughs> that's correct. Yes. Stripped off, banged each other. So at that stage, you thought, well, this is the deal. This is, the deal has perfect. literally, and I do mean literally, been sealed. Well, we thought it was fantastic. And um, we asked about Dexter, and he said that they, they may, she may charge a little bit more, a small amount more, I think he said, for that, for the fee, on the fees for the, the damage deposit because of the cash. And the damage deposit was one month's rent, and a month's rent would have been 795 for this mm. place. Um, so it was, we saved up enough money that we would have a month's rent up front, damage deposit, and agency fees, um, and a little bit, we had a couple of hundred spares. We, sa- we saved up. So ready to go. £2,000. Cool. Ready so to go. move into this house. Ready to go. Uh, landlady can't be got hold of. And short, a couple of days later, when we, were, sorry, when we were looking around the house, Laura spotted a bit of what looked like damp in one of the rooms and said, what's that? Is that damp? And he said, oh, no, don't worry about that. It's just a bad, just a bad paint job. That's fine. A couple of days later, calls up and said, we found damp in the house, mm-hmm. he says. Um, and we're going to have to. Laura should say no more accurately. I found damp. Indeed, right. and they were going to do some renovations to fix this, which were going to take a couple of weeks. That's all right. Um, yeah, they're going to have to. Re- unfortunately, two alcoves in the main bedroom, where yeah, the wardrobes and stuff would have gone, were going to have to be sealed off to prevent the, to protect this damp damage because it's a very very old building, um, which was a shame. And it's more. It made the you know it's going to make storage in the in the bedroom. Still, they'll give you a, a better deal. Well, we we thought so, and what a beautiful house. We didn't care. Um, so. We don't hear back, and we don't hear back, and we keep calling on the Monday or Tuesday, and they'll call us back by the end of the week. How, and how are they lackadaisical to respond to your calls? Oh, just... No, but what sort of thing? Because that's always interesting. Oh, oh, oh yeah. they just seem to be slightly annoyed that we'd called. Um, and oh, yeah, I, I know, I got your call yesterday, that sort of thing. Yeah, that sort of thing. And and so we would... Uh, eventually, we found out that the, the landlady had been discovered after three weeks. She returned. Because um, she's apparently quite old, so I quite sensibly suggested she may be dead, but no one would take mm. me seriously on this. Um, but she she reappeared after three or four weeks, and so like a ghost. they got permission. Or from Jesus, her. they got indeed. They got yeah. permission from her to do the renovations, and so they were to go ahead. And we would hear back in a couple of days with the quote, and we said, "Well, we, we are so keen on the house. They'd had to take it off the market for this, and so we said we're so keen. We'll pay everything up front now." Mm. Um, so that we can make sure that we get seal it. the deal exactly and we, the we, orgy wasn't enough en- enough and so we said yes absolutely he said okay that's great we'll call you back in a couple of days and again nothing for the rest of the week we'll call back the following week oh yes I'm having uh, Laura calls back because uh, you took it in turns each week to be the person to call them um, oh yes the, uh, the, 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 the a meeting with the contractors this afternoon he says now a week and a half after his first first meeting and then nothing and then nothing and then finally it turns out he had a bunch of people quit on him the contractor so he couldn't do the building work and now it's finally going ahead and they've got a date and it's Excellent. also five weeks later during which we have looked at a couple of other houses but always gone no we like we want the one yeah that's fine so it gets on chapel no, it's all right gets, i guess i exactly. get that one and we've got it so it's five weeks later you can say with somebody the market. Can stay, yeah. they said it's for us excellent cool brilliant so they send us through the forms to sign and we need to fill in some forms so they can do the references checks yeah that's fine um, i'll give you a reference if you want okay thanks and um, it won't and be a very good one. So we got the forms through, and it had a quick look, scan through to check out what the fees were. Mm. Well, the fees turned out to be thirty percent of a month's rent plus VAT. That's not one hundred and fifty pounds. That's not one hundred and sixty. No, that is in fact two hundred eighty-six pounds. Mm. 
um, which is a slightly slightly higher than 180. Still, that's not a deal breaker. You could scrape no. that together. I, I'll, I'll lend you a few, Bob. Don't worry. No, no, that's fine. We've got enough saved up to cover that. So far. Yep. So far, it's just been a bit of a tardy... That's right. Yeah. Oh, and the uh, the damage deposit isn't a month's rent. It's a month and a half's rent with a cat. So that small amount more was another £400. Okay. So, so now it's gone up another... another it's four. gone up. It's annoying, but it's still yeah. doable. Well, it's money we get back in the end. Yeah. That's yeah, all fine. Um, it wasn't really fun. We were trying to work out a deal with that. And then they announced, oh, and we also need £120 now to pay for your reference checks. At which point we thought, no. We asked you when we visited what the fees were, and you said 160 In fact, calculated them for us at 160 mm. um, And then he showed us the... And he never mentioned it. Like, oh, and we charge £120 to run a credit check on you. Mm. Uh, which is insane. Everywhere else... The most expensive we found always include the the the, uh, the, the reference well, check within the agency. Well, fees. that's their job, isn't it? Exactly. So it turned out the actual amount it was going to cost us was not one hundred and sixty pounds, but four hundred and eleven pounds. Mm. Um, and no, sorry, th- oh, yeah, four hundred, just four hundred and six pounds total fees to them, plus the extra four hundred pounds on the um, damage deposit. Mm. So it was going to cost eight hundred pounds more than we were expecting. Right, and which then? we didn't have. So we contacted them saying, why? Why did this happen? Why have you told us these other fees? And we just got ignored. We sent three emails which we were ignored. We called and then we were not called back. And then we finally spoke to them and it was just this... We got this ridiculous email just laying out the same fees again and saying, oh, I'm sorry if there's any confusion. And he said, I may have underestimated our fees, but I certainly wouldn't have given the impression that the referencing fees was, was included in that. Mm. I was like, no, because you didn't mention them at all. And this went back and forth and back and forth. And we were calling and just trying to get them. We were saying, look, we are happy. To, do, to go ahead with this, but we want you to honour the amount you told us it was going to be. We'll pay, pay VAT on that, we'll pay you 120 for credit checks, mm. we, will, we want to negotiate with the landlady about the deposit, but we are not going to pay the 30% when you quoted us 20%. Mm. And, um, and, they refu- and they started digging, and then we got this amazing email from him saying, sending elongated emails, he said, e- this is elongated. elongated emails, this was what he was so angry about, that my emails were too long. Mm-hmm. And I said, the reason my emails were long is because I was trying to avoid ambiguity, which is what led us to us in the first place. I'd already quite annoyed him by telling him, you know, I do not want you to call me anymore, I want you to email me with these details because verbal agreements haven't worked out for us very well. I hope you didn't say verbal. No, I didn't. I you said, said oral. I didn't correctly. say either. Um, verbal just means to do with language. <laughs> I don't think it matters. It does. You meant oral. Oh, okay. That's why you lost it. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Fair enough. And then in the end, we got the most amazing email from them saying, we think there's been a breakdown of trust, and as such, we do not think you should go ahead with this application. <laughs> <laughs> so because we just basically pointed out there were lies and con men, they deliberately you should and have mendaciously gone, lied to you us. You should have gone straight to the landlady and said, look... We, if only we had a contact for her. I think that was quite a long, boring story to tell on the podcast, and I do apologise to all listeners. Well, I would have just found the landlady and said, look, I'm a follower of the light. <laughs> You're a follower of the light. Let's light it up. But how... <laughs> That's so creepy. How would we have found her? That's the thing. You know where she lives. No, it does not where she lives. It's a property that she owns. You... Ah... Uh, yeah, that'll be where she lives. Will be registered somewhere in association with that. Person. I'm sure it will, but it'll be quite creepy to start stalking her. Worth so anyway, it. yes, they are. They're the the. They are a very small three person outfit uh, based in Poulton near Bristol, and they're called renting places. And I would just recommend people don't use them because they they are they, they did deliberately uh, conceal fees from us and lie to us. And they're on, and even if they weren't uh, lying about the fees, they are grossly incompetent. Well, but. 
isn't that the case with letting agents? Well, we even now experience every letting agent in Bath, both uh, huge national chains and, in, and small niche places. And while each and every one of them has their own little variant on the bullshit, they... Uh, Why are you using such language? That's the correct term for yeah. Oh, yeah, such yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, okay. um, they tend to be very upfront with their fees. All of them have been absolutely upfront with their fees. Whether ludicrous or low, they've not tried to hide them from us at all. Mm-hmm. And so when we've asked, what are your fees? They've got, oh, here they are. Here's a printed out document showing you everything, etc., etc. Whereas these guys just made up a number that sounded really good to us. So we wasted five weeks of trying to find a home. I have to be out of this house in about four and a half weeks now. We still don't have anywhere to live. You can always go back to Guildford. Um, no. (laughs) I can't go back to Guildford. You can. I can't. But you can. I don't. Laura has a job in Bristol. So? So? You can go back to Guildford. And and do what? Say hi to my parents and then come back to Bath? No, you don't need to come back to Bath. Well, where, how's Laura? We're always going to do a two and a half hour commute. No, five hour commute Laura won't day. come back to Guildford. She'll, oh. she'll stay in the lab. We break up? Yes. Right. That's doable. Yeah? So I move back in with my parents. Yes. At 33. And Laura goes into her lab. Yeah, just lives in the lab. Yes. She can sleep in an incubation chamber. With the mice. <laughs> That's right. That'd be curl advanced. up in the corner. Yeah. With the mice who've had their ovaries cut out or whatever else uh-huh. she does to them. She generally mutilates animals at every available opportunity. Yeah. And then she goes to work. Ah! <laughs> I was going to say that, but I didn't. Um, You're a better man than I'll ever be. I am. The uh, form spring have emailed me. Oh, yes. Dear Jonathan. Hello. Do your colleagues, because they, they email me for you because you do not respond. I got do bored of Forbes Spring after I answered 2,200 questions. Do your colleagues... It seemed like enough questions. Is that enough questions to answer? I think that's enough questions no, to answer. No, funnily enough, it wasn't. I think celebrities in their lifetimes don't get asked that many questions. Celebrities. I'm not cuckoo. I'm saying they are celebrities. I'm not celebrity. a celebrity. You think you're a celebrity. I don't. I'm saying celebrities you're don't You're saying get asked. that you're a famous <sighs> celebrity who deserves the red carpet VIP My treatment. point... Why we, the little people, yeah. have to suffer under your red carpet, trampled under your famous foot. Who do you think you are to talk to me like that, you scumbag? Dear Jonathan, do your uh, colleagues at Rock Paper Shotgun require a proofreader? No, they do, but will they get one? Would you like to would you like to respond to that? What I first of all like, accurate accusation. What I first of all like about this question is that I am somehow not <laughs> guilty of the needing a proofer as as someone to sub our work, and I absolutely do. The way Rock Paper Shotgun works, and unfortunately the way that so many websites work. Is that you write... Is tacky, tardy, shoddiness. That's how. <laughs> Why are we tardy? Because you are. That's the it? wrong word entirely. No, you are tardy. The opposite you're of tardy. Right, no, it's not. You think that you're writing quickly, but actually everybody <laughs> else has got an exclusive. You say, oh, this Bioshock game came out. That's not true. The only exclusives you have yeah, yeah. are, huh? oh, here's an exclusive. Um, Electronic Arts made some money yesterday. That that wouldn't be an exclusive, would it? Because that would be based on the financial figures that they've published. Exactly. <laughs> we had an exclusive preview of Serious Sam Double D yesterday. Yeah? Serious Sam. Serious Sam Double D. Is that still what it was? Serious, yeah, Serious Sam 3 is coming out soon and then they commissioned some indie developers. It's an adventure game. Games. No, it's not an adventure game. It's a first-person shooter. Oh, no, it was Curious Sam. Curious. No, you're just making up. No, there was something yeah. Sam. The Curious Orange. No, there was something Sam. I'm sure there was. But anyway, Serious Sam 3 is coming soon. Anyway. Yes, so we we write and we post directly. Um, we When we write longer pe- pieces, we get each other to proof them um, if there's time. But it's unfortunately... Being you have no sub-editor. Being four, three people, and the three people who are working 
kind of flat out just to run the site on their own with no outside help whatsoever, we are not really in a position to be able to employ a, a sub-editor. Mm. So what I tend to do is if I am if I have time and I just now we're down to three people or we're looking for someone else we do not have time um, but normally I would proof other people's stuff to look for mistakes and fix them if I had time but I don't have you ever found a really big mistake oh my god oh every day but the thing is what's not helpful is to leave a comment saying um, don't saying make it oh you've spelled this wrong because that's a really boring comment for everyone else to read um, just email us and tell us there's a mistake in the piece and we'll fix it very you need to have grammar rock paper shotgun or oh that's a good idea or something yes. like that or repair or fix yeah we should do that you should I mean, and the, the, the it BBC should only come that. to me because the, other, the others get really cross with grammatical yeah and also they're, Ill- they're, they're generally illiterate yeah so this is the main problem with my colleagues they barely who, write who is, who is the worst writer amongst your colleagues well at the moment it's just it's, it's Alec and Jim and they're both extremely good writers so there isn't really who's the one who cares least about the minutiae of writing. Who cares more about the ideas and doesn't? I know Kieran was. Very well, that much would have like been Kieran. Yes. Kieran. Kieran, who is so unbelievably inspired with the ideas, but he did. He, he obviously just can't did. care about. Well, I don't know if he so much didn't care. It's just he almost seems blind to bad grammar. Like he can't. He, it's like being he can see it in someone else's work, but he just can't see it in his own. But he, but Kieran's brain is the reason he wants to read Kieran's stuff, and and, and some as long as he's got a good, Kieran and a good sub, best writer you're going to find, and it was the best writer in the business. Um... But uh, no, Alec and Kim, Alec and, and 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 Jim just seem about kind of both on a the level. They both they care about getting their writing right and they Mediocre. care about words. No, not in the slightest. I think it's time to. It's time Do you to reckon? Say, it's time to say goodbye to Alec, Alec, Alec and Jim. Jim yeah. yeah, say goodbye, and instead, yes, you could have that nice lady. Which one's that? The one we interviewed. Oh, Alice Taylor. Yeah, that'd be great. Why don't you have her on rock paper? You, okay. you, you, you get rid. Uh, you'd get rid of uh, of Alec and Jim and try for them. And they, and frankly, they get rid of you if you could get her. Yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah, sadly, she's otherwise employed making three dimensional things. That's correct. So she doesn't need words. No, because she can do three D. She's moved on. She's better than we'll ever be. By at least. Look one... how flaccid the mic is. Do you think it can even hear us anymore? No. By at least one dimension. Give it a bit of um, Viagra. Okay, everybody, block your ears. There we go. Excellent. Ah, poor much old, better. Poor old Mike Arphone. <laughs> we should talk about the Kindle. Someone wanted us to do that. Well, too. you did. I mean, you you bought a Kindle. I done bide it. And impressions. Agatha Christie. Yes, impressions. It is amazing, isn't it? It's ridiculously good. I have to say, I've got one as well. Yeah, you do. I didn't know you had one. Mm-hmm. Oh. I only put EPUBs on them. And what's wrong with the book do you, is it that you hate reading? By which you mean a, a, a wooden book? Yes. Well, it surprised me perhaps how unsentimental I am about them. Frankly, at the moment, books can go to hell. They're rubbish. <laughs> yeah, but you surely want to read. Yes, but you can read on a Kindle. That's what I'm saying. So why don't you get... Don't, aren't you interested in reading yeah, books e- on a Kindle? Yeah, EPUB books, not... Evil Kindle DRM book. Oh, I see. Well, there's a wide just published how to strip all the DRM out of a Kindle book. Oh, good. Um, so the point about that is, you know, I, I'm quite, I'm quite um, a fan of trad media. I think film is much better than digital projection and so forth. However, do you books, know what? I saw a digital books, projection. I didn't notice the difference. I'm sorry. Well, you're a schmuck. I know. Books. Frankly, you can burn them. Burn all the books. <laughs> a big pile in the middle of a square in Germany. Yet another thing you have in common. Yes. Because I think that the what what's the big thing with um, reading a book on on a Kindle? 
it's not even that you can have lots of books on the device. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing is perhaps one of the most trivial things, and the fact that it remembers where you were. Yes. Because I've got so many books that I've started, and then a month later I'll go back and think, oh, the little... um, Yeah. The the, the little... um, invoice strip that I had in there has fallen out. I don't know where I was. I've got to backtrack and so on. I'm sure I've spoken about this before, but that's the big thing. That's and the killer feature. And if Beyond everything else. If you... Um, oh, you left the Wi-Fi on your paint. Mm. Um, actually uses the battery when you put the Wi-Fi it does. on. Turn... Well, you were saying... Uh, I don't know what I was saying. Sure it if you... Oh, yes. If you were to read... Um, use the Kindle app on your iPhone or your iPad mm. of the same book and then come back to your Kindle it'll have, it'll mm. put you back to where you got on your iPhone so shall we say get rid of all books now I think so well look it is a book mm. that's not normal the screen doesn't there's no angle at which you can reveal the truth of the screen no you know when you t- just yeah. turn too far on my, in my netbook and it'll reveal the real reveal truth the going, on. going exactly. on exactly all this bubbling madness <laughs> underneath there is no bubbling madness well because that's just because it's just particles of it's not like substances that are promoted to the front of the screen. Just no, like it's a... not that. It's witchcraft, is what it is. Actual witchcraft. It's phenomenal. It's that sense of it doesn't feel like it's projected. You, when you look at a screen, you never think about the fact that the stuff is behind the glass. No. Until you look at a Kindle and then you realise that you do, because this looks like it's on top of the glass. Mm. And you realise everything else looks like it's trapped behind well, you glass. Know what but I the quite like on top. When you turn the page, you know everybody says I hate the black. The, the giant, yeah, it isn't I, very pretty. I quite like that. Do I some, you? I sometimes go backwards and forwards on a page Do you? just to see it. It's so I like very the way, inelegant. No, I like the way that it fades out. Oh no, the fade, the, the fade, last text, and then it fades it back in. No, I like the fade. I wish it could fade in the same colour though. If it could blur between the two, but it's obviously like an etch sketch blanking the screen. Well, that's and exactly what it again, is. Yes. Um, I'm in the Great Gatsby because of my Kindle. Are you enjoying it? Oh, yeah, it's very good. I did warn you. Did you know? You don't, I you have don't, warned you about reading The Great Gatsby. I told Jonathan really? Tinsley to read The Great Gatsby uh, two years ago and he hasn't. Oh, I'm sorry. It's very sad. Do you know what I'm going to do right now? What? I'm going to, while we're on air, literally live, mm-hmm. I'm going to buy uh, 1984 so I can finally finish it. Because I've never finished 1984. And I've got the paper book of it, but... Mm. Exactly. Yeah. You prefer to read something that Big Brother can just delete or change. <laughs> That's right. Like they did. Like Amazon did. <laughs> did they? Yes. You don't know what they did with the 1984? There was an edition of 1984 and you mean, property thing. Yeah. So they remotely deleted all the copies of the 1984 from people's That does ring a bell. That is absolutely extraordinary. You didn't know about that. No, it rings a bell. Yes. That's absolutely Which amazing. Which bell does it ring? Um, the one in your church. Does your church have bells? No, because it's a secondary school, as we've been over many times. A secondary school has a bell. It rings between <laughs> That's the That's true. We should, do... <laughs> we should ring that At your bell. wedding, you should just... <laughs> You're not getting married in the sports hall, are you? No, we're not. We're getting married in a church, which has bells. Apparently we're going to have the bells as well. The church is... A... I can't stand church bells. Let me tell you a thing about church bells, since you've got me going. There aren't any tunes. This is a church bell. They're all that. There aren't any other tunes. It's just this lie. Would you like it to play? level eight. Would you like it to play "Take on Me" by our hands? I would like it to not be bong 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 bong, and then somebody won't pull the cord in time. Bong, 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 You see, that's difficult to do that. Bong, 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 bong. Yeah, but bing, bong, 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 b
and they're like, oh, this is Bach's blah, blah. No, it's not. It's Bing Bang Ba Bong Bong again. Oh, do you have players Bing Bang Ba Bong Bong? Oh, can you do better? Yes, I can do better. I could bend over and fart so a poo came out and it would sound better than church bells. Oh, they make me furious. Do it, do it. I'll do it right now. I'm doing it. The microphone. I'm doing it. (laughs) Bing Bang 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 Ba Bong Bong Bong. See? Oh, they make me so cross And you're having them at your wedding. Yeah, I know, because I didn't... So you're going to be standing out all angry. Yeah. I didn't say no quickly enough. Mm. Um, and now when they're booked in and Laura's decided she secretly quite wants them. Mm. Um, and then she claims that I said that I quite wanted them because I thought it'd be funny to make a really annoying noise What is wedding. the point of the book? And then I probably did say that. What is the point of the book? To call people it's to a, check. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a clarion, isn't it? Mm. So, But do you know that your wedding is a public event? Yes, I did. So, so every, everyone's welcome. Every listener is welcome to the church. Well, we're thinking about. Um, I'm trying to work out how to Skype it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because our friends in America. Well, just do a do a free streaming thing. Yeah, yeah. So the, I'm just I'm using that in the Hoover sense of the mm. word. Um, because uh, so our friends in America can't make it across. But there's no bandwidth in the church. Well, that's the problem. They have a church office with an internet connection, but it doesn't reach the church. The Wi-Fi doesn't reach the church. You could um, relay it. So I'm just wondering if there's a way to do that. Yes, if you just relay it. How do you plug, relay? Explain that. Well, we plug another base. We plug a wireless base station. Ooh, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Assuming that the church's office is on the same ring main as the church itself, then if we plug one of those through the wire internet um, extenders in at the church and in, in the office, you'll get a you'll get an Ethernet through that. That sounds very confusing. I don't understand what a ring main is. The electric oh, fifty for nineteen eighty four. The electric ring, the electric ring, the mains. You can transmit internet through the mains in your house. Can you? I do it at home. How do you do that? Tell me about that. Tell the listener at home how you do that. It's through Jesus, and since it's a yes. church, there'll be more Jesus. That's what do you do? Just stick the Ethernet cable into a plug no, no, no. Socket. You plug, you plug one box into one plug. Yep. You plug another box into another plug. And they speak to each other. No. Through Jesus. <laughs> Jesus wires. Yes, that's extraordinary. So as long as the church is on the same electrical circuit, that will work. <gasps> How far is the office from the church? It's adjoining. It's on the. It's in the same building. Very likely. Do you want me to test it for you one day? Well, you'd have to break into the church since I don't. No, we'll ask them permission. But shall oh, we do okay. Because I can lend you my two boxes. That would be. We'll bring them down on the wedding day. Yeah. Let's turn up early. <laughs> it's so exciting. It's more exciting than the wedding. <laughs> yeah, we've got the internet working in the middle of a big stony church. Are we supposed to be getting married now? I don't care about that. <laughs> That's like, it's uncanny. It's like Ring a... the bells, the internet works. We don't need the bells. We've got internet now, we can stream Spotify music from the, from the bell tower. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> I've nothing against handbells, by the way, before any... Hand jobs. Pe- nothing against hand jobs. No. For any campanologists, as they don't like to be called, yes. uh, complain. Yes. Um, I can't believe it's £4.50. For everything more than ten years old should be free! Well, Wrong with the universe. 1984 should be out of um, copyright, so you probably can get a free on Project Gutenberg. I'll show you how to after I don't this. think... You, I know how to... But I don't I'll show you can. how to after this. I don't think you can. You can't turn it off right now. No. You're being rude to our listener. I don't like the listeners very much. You're being rude to our listener. <laughs> so I've been calling him. <laughs> no. It's off are. now. Good. Who's it going to pick? Alexander Dumas? Uh, yeah, fair enough. Oh. I love it. I love it best. I just can't uh, get over it? how good the screen is. Do you love it more than Dexter? No. But then I love nothing more than Dexter. We found that out. Yeah. yeah. 
Steve? I, I think that... Well, will Dexter be at your wedding or not? Uh, yes, top hat and tails. No, Laura has said that he's not allowed to come to the wedding. That's irrelevant. She's a wicked witch. But she, she obeys, she's going to obey you. Not, you see, that's the problem. She that's, won't obey you before exactly, the wedding. Exactly, that's the problem. Before the wedding, she'll disobey you. I know, I've got no power over her until she makes that mistake and does the magic spell with the rings. Oh. And then she has to obey my every command. Are you getting a ring as well? Yeah. I thought that the Christian doesn't do that usually. Those the lady has to have a ring because she's the chaplain. Where's your ring? Not wearing it at the moment. Why not? I only wear it on special occasions, and this occasion is not at all special. Hmm, I feel quite offended by that, but I don't understand what what makes an a, what what why not? Do you find it just uncomfortable? Um, well, I also worry I'll lose it. See, uh, a friend of Laura's is making us the rings, and she's an extremely talented lady, and she's making them. And I and and, and so she, I tried a kind of a trial version on, and it just oh, it was everything was wrong about it. I just don't want to wear a ring. You don't have to, Ben. I do, I, but I want to, because I like when you look at a guy and you see he's got a ring. Oh, you're married. And I want to have that kind of, yes. That's, I'm I, taken, girl. Take you exactly. Back off, lady. <laughs> um, I might put it on the middle finger, because I'm like, back off, lady. Yes. Uh, yeah, and also, it just makes my hands, un- you know, if you ignore the hairiness of the back of my hands, mm-hmm. my fingers are pathetically feminine and rubbish. So you want a ring you to make a, you look more massive. Exactly. So when, a nice little gold so ring. So when you put a ring on, actually going for silver, when you put a ring on, mm-hmm. it just makes me look like a lady. Yes. Will it be silver? And you know how much, we know how much we both hate transsexuals. So. Yeah. Will it be silver? Yes. Silver or silver coloured? Silver. And any other, anything other special? Tin. No, is it is anything... Oh, like no, mine's, mine's having nothing special. Uh, Laura's is having... Mine's going to be a plain band. Laura's having something that matches the engagement ring I got her. Engraving. Uh, no, she's having a. a I think because the engagement ring has that rose design mm-hmm. with the thorns and the petals and all that yes. stuff going on, um, and so it's going to have something that accompanies that. So to the point where she's had to give her engagement ring to her friend Adele, so she can mind. So she's. Does her friend Adele like the engagement ring? Everyone loves the engagement ring because I'm such an amazingly brilliant. Uh, yeah, I don't person. know where you got the idea from. I know. I just stumbled upon it. I was just thinking. Who'd have known that you have such a taste in jewellery, Adrian? It's true. Well, it was your wonderful wife who suggested the website. Yes, indeed. Uh, but no more than that. She only suggested the whole website. I picked the right ring. We both, no, but uh, independently of you, we chose that ring as well. Did you? Yeah, we did. So like a right. magic trick. You should have sealed it in an envelope. Yes. And a sealed envelope trick. Those yeah. are the best tricks. Mm-hmm. I saw it. Did you? Have you been watching uh, that Penn and Teller Fool Us? We saw it recorded live. Did you? Yes. Which episode did you see taped? It's interesting. It I'm wondering how many they take at once. But. No, it isn't an episode per se, because what they do is they um, cut up the individual acts and put them together in each episode. Because they always have one who gets through. Exactly. So, so they, they, they chop up the acts and then put them. Then they put the ones they want that make a good balance for the episode. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I was wondering how they were doing it, because otherwise, it, if it weren't yeah. that, which it should be, then it would be fixed, which yes. would be bad. It's not fixed, no. Yeah. But also somebody else said, Ah, Stooges in the audience, because I noticed they've got a microphone on them when they walk onto the stage. Right. Oh, no, no, they were fit, obviously fitting those. In the no, but what, hap- what happens is, of course, they say, well, dude, do you want to bring up to stage? Bring Joan up onto stage. So everybody claps. Then the, then the stage manager just yep. hand out cut. And then they mic, mic mm-hmm. them up, yep. make them sign forms. Two minutes later, okay, start clapping again. Clap, clap, clap. Welcome to the stage, Joan. And then they I, assume together, I assume that's what's together happening. seamlessly. But somebody on Twitter was saying, oh, it's a fix. It's a fix. And then Victoria emailed and tweeted back and said, no, it's not a fix. It's just... Yeah, exactly. Well, it was obvious because when those... Th- in fact, they even commented. But So you saw the guy who did that extraordinary trick with the meals? No. Oh, that was... Did you, have you seen that episode? Yes, it's we've ab- seen all the episodes. It's, so the one with the three meals on the, on the, on the platters. Yes. Yeah. 
and you think, oh yeah, I see all the tricks. Yeah. And then it's like, it's that, because I was watching it too, and I was just, it almost made me, a good magic trick. I have a weird reaction. Great magic tricks make me get a bit teary eyed. I'm not quite sure what it is about them, but they just you're have an emotional yeah. reaction to it, to, to when they're really it's not good. Just your hands. And I can pretty much, that's true. And I can pretty much see through most tricks now. So when Penn and Teller do their tricks at the end, I don't think there's, there's only one I've not known how they've done. Mm. Just from just being, having the right eyes and having learned enough about magic that I can, mm. I can figure most of them out. But I get a great pleasure from seeing it performed well. Um, however, the 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 trick with the the three meals mm. when he allowed them to swap the envelopes after yeah. they'd been handed out because obviously a big trick with those with the sealed envelope tricks in that sense what you do is you have the side of the envelope is open and when they say I'll have the red one you then just slide in the the correct answer into the yeah. red envelope through the side then they open the sealed bit at the top and mm. pull it out but you've slipped it in mm. after they've selected the envelope and that's and I think that's I was watching he actually looked like he was doing something fishy on one of the envelopes and I thought oh that, okay that's what's happening here and obviously Penn and Teller would have picked on that, up on that as well and then he lets them swap envelopes mm. and it's an, it's worth watching just for that moment it's episode 5 of the series because yes. um, you just everything just falls apart at that point and Penn afterwards when he was talking it through he goes and he says and then and then you let them swap envelopes yeah. <laughs> it's like this moment. This, does, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. This trick is too good. Well, another uh, one I liked last week was with. By the way, watching something on ITV. How weird is that? It feel? is weird. Yeah. Watching one last week was odd in that um, they specifically did something that looked like they were doing a switch. Yes. In order to get that them to awful call it wrong. Giant. Yeah. yeah. And we said, oh, look, they're doing the switch. Yes, it was, and it was such and a pathetic trick, if that's how they did it. The folded up card so, and then the switch, yeah. No, we didn't do the switch. We yes. Um, but it was interesting, because on the previous one, where someone did a very bad In the gesture, studio, they explained more how they do it, of course. Oh, yeah. And then they cut that out. Obviously, they're not going to transmit that. Sure, I, I didn't know if they did. I wonder if mm. they just disguised it enough. Because with the... Um, there was a previous episode where someone deliberately threw them off by doing a bad... No, they did a bad gesture. Mm. And then Penn said... So you obviously did it then, and they went no. And he said, "Well, hang on, did you do that bad gesture to throw us off on purpose?" Then, and they went no, and it was really strange. Mm. Um, whereas in that one, it, it didn't seem to even challenge the dodgy moment when he obviously did the switch. Yeah, and then claims that he didn't do a switch. Well, really they, strange. Well, I think they will make them reveal how they did this. Obviously, under NDN, whatever they'll say. Well, okay. How oh, did, I'm sure. Yes, how absolutely. did you do your trick then? Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, when, 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 the one when we were seeing it recorded, yep. there was one trick that went wrong. Oh yes, proper wrong. Yeah, nothing. Oh, uh, oh, you've chosen the wrong one. Yeah, what happened? Tell us. Just, tell, tell us. What well, happens. no, it might still be rebroadcast, and we did make a pledge that we oh, okay. can say. But I'll say this: it wasn't the magician's fault. It was the idiot um, whom they chose from the audience fault. Oh no! She she misinterpreted what they were asking her to do. She did the wrong thing. They said choose an X, and she chose something that was completely. Oh, now they said they may or may oh. not transmit this, but it was very clearly not a fix because she was just one of these. Thick, yeah. stupid people who wasn't getting it, and so she was doing the wrong thing, and obviously queuing the person because it was like a, a hidden screen thing said, behind the screen. You choose this, and you choose that, and I'll tell you what you've done. And she, the, and she, she rustled the wrong thing, but then picked something of a completely different category and just messed the whole mess. And everyone was like, "Oh God, please!" Oh, it's so awkward. It was. So I wonder whether they'll transmit it. They recorded a, a link where they said, well, sometimes this things can go mm-hmm. wrong to give them the option to transmit it. Yeah, because so they didn't even know how many episodes they were going to wear. It looks yeah. like there's going to be an episode seven after they thought it was going to be six. And you go, Jonathan Ross, in between filming me, clearly he loves it. I mean, he's his favourite. He said, he said, 
genuinely, I don't understand how I can get paid to do this. This is just such fun. It's unbelievable. But he's terrible on it. I don't think so. His I think jokes you're wrong. die flat. I skip through his bits now because well, it's just so awkward well, to watch. Well, his jokes are written on the autocue, of course. Well, I know they're written for him, but there's like, in a number of episodes he said, oh, we can edit a laugh onto that joke later. Mm. No, it's because the joke was hideously bad. Well, I think ITV needs bad. I think the yeah. law is. But even an ITV audience isn't laughing, which of which you are a part. <laughs> uh, was main- oh, I the have- audience was mainly full of. Um, Disgruntled magicians. Almost <laughs> everybody in the yes. audience. Oh, I've seen that. As <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's been some fantastic. I've really enjoyed watching the. Did you see the dragon guy when you were there? Yes. Oh, he was the, No, no, we didn't uh, see him while we were there. He was. So who did you see? Tell us some of the ones you saw. We saw one of the Frenchmen. We see as we saw the man with the coins and the obvious magnet on his ring. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> that was quite. He made them say, which is very stupid of him. He, he could have got away with them not telling how he did the trick, and he forced. We them saw to. this one that went wrong. Yeah. As we said, the French guy was the one who got it. Which was that? Um, I can't remember which one it was, but he he, he won. Okay. It's been broadcast so far, and in the end. Penn and Teller came off camera and said, oh God, we pretended to like it, but we actually don't, can't stand it. And really How do you know they said that? Because they said it in front of us. Really? Yes. Said, really catches it after he's such a, so obnoxious. Still, we'll pretend to be all mazy with him afterwards. I'm a bit disappointed by how friendly they're being to every... They're saying, this is the... Like, the guy who did the... Um, the guy from Bath, I've actually seen him doing it in Bath, who did the cup and balls trick. Mm. Um, oh, we saw that. He did an abysmal job. Well, the one with the, well, the, one with the um, melon. Yes. You saw that, yes. But you saw it live or you yes, saw it live? Yes, Okay. So I've seen him doing the trick in Bath, and you can see all you have to do is stand behind him to watch him doing it. It's mm. not a secret how the cup and ball trick works. Uh, Penn and Teller do their amazing version with the translucent cups, mm. um, where they actually show you how it's done and just prove it's actually just about being masterfully good at it. Mm. And then you have so much more respect for someone watching when you can see them putting the mm. orange underneath and then finally revealing the, the lemon or the melon or whatever it might be. Mm. Um, but the problem with him is you could see him scooping it every, ha- every time. You just saw him take the cup, scoop from his bag, and put it down again. He wasn't using any misdirection at any of those points. I was just watching him fill the, put the lemons and oranges under, put yeah. the oranges under every time. I'm thinking, this is such an average job. Plus, he was just rude and insulting to the audience. And then Penn and Teller say it's the best version of the cup and balls they've ever seen. The best they've ever seen. It's just rubbish. It was much better than the pilot they recorded back in, uh, back in around Christmas. When they actually had a go at someone for being really bad, did they? Which they the, the guy claimed to be a mentalist. Oh, really? I he didn't came see up that. and did. A, he came up and did a mentalism trick, uh-huh. and then Penn said at the end of it, he said, "Okay, let's just get one thing clear: mentalism is bullshit." And and he said that very specifically. Um, and the guy was like just just shriveling up into on stage, just looking because he said he'd come on and said, "Oh, I'm using all these you know these different skills and stuff." Yes. And Penn just dissolved him. Mm. Um, but you know, you can't go in front of people who are such passionate sceptics and and try how and pull old, a Darren Brown. How old are they now? They're both in their, f- I think they're late fifties. I think Teller might be sixty. Mm. Um, so we we need a new. Yes, we do very desperately. A new couple. I love that how wise Teller is. It's amazing watching. Penn's very honest at the fact that Teller gets mo- figures most of it out. Teller is the. So then he, he owns a library of magic in, in mm. Las Vegas. He's astonishing. Well, it's interesting studies. reading Teller. Teller doesn't particularly love magic no what he likes is being very good at something and having a passionate and being knowledgeable about something it's almost like magic was the thing that fell into him that he could do well and could understand well okay. but it was it's almost he likes the craft of it and he likes but it's it's everything that leads to good magic that he likes the magic trick itself he doesn't like you see what i mean it's the right, whole okay it's all the other nourishing parts mm. of it that he that he seems to like i mean he, 
don't get me wrong, he doesn't hate it, but it seemed to be that the sum of its parts, right. the parts seem to be what he likes most about it. The whole, the skill, the technique. Because he, I think he's, he feels he's more intellectual than the magic itself is. So right. therefore he likes the intelligent bits that put together good magic. The like psychology of it, the psychology of misdirection, mm-hmm. the, the history of the particular performative act and that kind of thing is what interests him. Whereas the fact that you do a magic trick is less... That's I, the least I like the fact they don't make an idol of Teller's Silence as well. No, like, no. They even did... They, they did a trick they did in, in the 90s on their Channel 4 series. They did, they did it at the end of one of their... Mm. One of their Fool Us episodes, which actually has Teller shout during yes. the trick. And I like that. I like that they just break the... Mystif- that they demystify mm. this. Oh, he never speaks. Oh, actually, he just doesn't because... Well, a friend of theirs, when they were a magician, they knew when they were starting up, said, "Don't let Teller speak," and it was the best decision they ever yeah. made because it just gave them a gimmick. But they don't idolise it. They, they and he also he speaks. I mean, oh, you can when see there's a lecture. There's a, you can watch and when he does interviews and stuff. Yeah. he's perfectly happy to. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh, I missed it. Yeah, I, I missed a Harpo. I don't. Yeah, speak. it's it's just it's look great. a bit like Harpo actually. Yeah, yeah. Mm. used to be a Latin teacher, you know. Did he? Mm. So I can do some magic tricks, and you can't. No, I can. I've done card tricks for you. <laughs> your card tricks are my favourite. It's like, it's like well, a four-year-old. Remind me your card, card trick that I've done. Your card tricks tend to involve uh, improvising the trick after the effect. <laughs> so you create an effect and then you, you decide like what trick? the trick was that got you there. <laughs> it is very much like a five-year-old trying to show you a card trick. And I enjoy the, the pure innocent simplicity of it all. But, believe it or not, yes, you were fooled. No, I was fooled. It looked like, was it, it, looked like it was just a five-year-old card. <laughs> I was foolish enough to sit there watching it. Is this your card? <laughs> but it's about you don't go, is this your card? What you do is you produce a card, and then you justify why it's magic that you produce that one afterward. <laughs> Which is what's so great about it. Yes. I'm going to do some magic tricks for the listeners at home. Okay, go on then. I'm going to do the elastic band trick. Let's do it now. Look, see how they're together? And now they're apart! Yeah, but you just snapped the band. (laughs) Don't tell them. It ruins the picture. 45 minutes! We have to stop! We have to adhere to a time limit! End now! Stop! Quick, stop!